It's Thursday, November 16th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden and Chinese leader Xi Jinping neared modest agreements on restoring military contacts and combating fentanyl trafficking during a summit aimed at steadying relations between the world's two leading powers. After the two leaders sat down for little more than two hours at a wooded Northern California estate on Wednesday, Mr. Biden said in a tweet that the two leaders had, quote, made real progress, end quote. While the summit helped moderate the often bitter tone in U.S.-China relations, it did little to resolve the deep frictions tearing at the countries. The bilateral meeting came after months of negotiations between the two powers to recalibrate ties. U.S. officials spent weeks lowering expectations for the summit, suggesting that Washington's focus was on preventing tensions with Beijing from erupting rather than trying to secure a dramatic breakthrough. In other news, the nation's air traffic control system faces increasing hazards from short staffing, outdated technology, and chronic underfunding. According to a federal report that examined safety issues following a string of close calls at U.S. airports over the past year, Staffing shortages at facilities that manage airplane traffic are leading to significant flight delays as the FAA shuffles personnel to maintain safety at the expense of efficiency, the report said. The abrupt changes needed to slow operations because of staffing can require rerouting flights and boosting spacing between aircraft, sharply increasing chances for mistakes in communication, according to the report. The agency said it has taken several actions to end serious close calls since an industry summit it hosted earlier this year. Around the world, Iran continued to expand its nuclear program, including its stockpile of near-weapons-grade enriched uranium in recent months. Though it has not accelerated the pace of its production of nuclear fuel amid the current turmoil in the Middle East, in its confidential quarterly report circulated to member states, the United Nations Nuclear Agency also said Tehran has largely refused to cooperate on several outstanding disputes, including the country's withdrawal of permission for several European inspectors to continue working there. Wednesday's International Atomic Energy Agency report showed that while Iran has slowed its accumulation of 60% enriched uranium since the start of summer, it continues to build up large amounts of material that could be used to fuel nuclear weapons. U.S. officials have said it would likely take Iran less than two weeks to produce enough weapons-grade materials for a weapon. Meanwhile, with fears rising about the safety of hostages held in Gaza, the White House sent its top Middle East advisor to the region Wednesday in search of a breakthrough in halting efforts to secure their release from Palestinian militants. Brett McGurk, National Security Council Coordinator for the Middle East and North Africa, met with Israeli and Palestinian leaders at the start of a visit that is part of the Biden administration's efforts to prevent the conflict in Gaza from spiraling into a broader regional war. McGurk, who is also a deputy assistant to President Biden, will next meet with Palestinian, Jordanian, and Persian Gulf officials. U.S. officials are also trying to discourage Israel and leaders of the Lebanon-based militant group Hezbollah from expanding hostilities along the Israel-Lebanon border, where daily cross-border attacks are raising fears of a wider regional war. And 
SpaceX is aiming for another test flight of its mega rocket on Friday after getting final approval from federal regulators. The first launch of Starship ended in an explosion minutes after lifting off from South Texas in April. The FAA issued its license Wednesday, noting that SpaceX has met safety, environmental, and other requirements to launch again. Plans call for the test flight to last one and a half hours and fall short of a full orbit of Earth. The spacecraft would go eastward, passing over the Atlantic, Indian, and Pacific Oceans before ditching near Hawaii. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.